You're listening to the Unheld in News and Review and Pharisee Watch, brought to you by We Hold These Truths. Each week, we look into the events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media, and we analyze these events. Just as in Jesus' day, Pharisees still walk the earth. Among them today are the celebrity Christians who support wars in the Middle East to protect Israel. In our Pharisee Watch portion of the program, we feature stories about the unchristlike acts of these modern-day Pharisees. Our programs are led by Charles E. Carlson, the founder of We Hold These Truths, and author and editor of the Pharisee Watch, and unheralded news features on our website, whtt.org. Joining Chuck are four other founders of We Hold These Truths, Travis Steele is the owner of Steele Engineering. Mark Horton is the president of Ultra Clean Corporation. Chuck McCollum is the owner of Oakshade Development. And Tom Compton is a retired sales engineer and your announcer. Our reader is We Hold These Truths faithful volunteer and dramatist Leslie Ford. Welcome to our podcast. In today's podcast for Pharisee Watch, and unheralded news. We've got a really interesting piece. We hope you think it's thought-provoking. It's entitled The Outfit. Now, this was a piece that Chuck wrote actually about three years ago, and I think it's interesting and it's important that we revisit it because things are not always as they seem, as we well know. Leslie, would you read this for us, please? The Outfit. To my son... Now that you are a senior and will soon be off to college, there is something I hope you will examine before you make any career decisions. I call it the outfit. There would be the ultimate in success and career achievement, fixed for life. But it has one drawback. For some, there is a moral problem. I think you are smart enough to decide and to learn from the outfit successes. First, I want you to see what the outfit does. One of its capabilities is the demolition of skyscrapers. Included here are the YouTube links to parts of two films about the demolition of the three World Trade Center buildings on day 9-11 that appears to be one of the outfit's projects. It did not build them, but it brought them down. Okay, now here is the link in the article uh, to these two videos. And let's discuss the first one, actually, which is the most important because it's the hardest to refute. It's Building 7. This was the building, the smaller building, that was 47 stories high, that was not hit by an airplane. There was some flying debris that hit it, but yet it fell when it came down at near terminal velocity, in other words, at free fall velocity. And this could only be possible if there is a minimum amount of resistance. And that would imply that there was help to get it to come down. Now, you can argue on the other other two uh, buildings uh, all day, but the thing I think that gets most people or many people interested into this issue is this building seven. Chuck? Uh, yes, uh, for the for back to the listeners, we're talking about the World Trade Center building seven, 
and day 9-11 and September 11th to 01, which is now almost exactly 10 years, old, 10 years ago. So this is kind of an old event that's been brushed under the carpet, but uh, the uh, films of this are very persuasive. And so um, as our listeners hear this, they're going to say, well, what is this all about? Why are you talking to your son about something that happened 10 years ago in the World Trade Center? We ask people to actually look at this with their own eyes, and then, uh, then we, on, we go on and discuss it. And, of course, what we're saying is that the outfit is the people who had to have been responsible for this particular building being brought down. We also talked about the outfit last week in a, in a um, program that we put together called Standard & Poor's Downgrade, the Dollar Tsunami, and the Scheme for World Currency, in which we suggested that the same people that did this, the same people that had the power to do this, are actually carrying out the business activities of our government right now as we speak. So now we're going back and talking about something 10 years ago, and we don't expect uh, those of you who have never looked at this or considered anything about the World Trade Center to understand this without watching the video. So you'll need to follow the link that you'll see on the page where this is posted, and it will take you to the films that we're talking about. Travis, do you have anything to add to this film of Building Number 7? Building Number 7 was a little skyscraper, only 48 stories high, and two days after the World Trade Center buildings collapsed, this uh, building that wasn't hit by any airplane also collapsed and uh, was completely into the, to the ground and was summarily hauled away. And so there was no explanation for why this happened offered anywhere in any of the studies that were done. Except the news interview of Larry Silverstein, who told the uh, interviewer that we, the fire department and we and I decided we had to pull Building 7. Thanks, Travis. To show you that this is still a relevant issue, I just received my latest copy this September 2011 of Popular Mechanics. Now, in 2005, I think it was, or 2003, they had an article debunking any conspiracy theories about the bringing down of World Trade Center buildings. So here they've reintroduced a, another book. They've updated a book that's uh, entitled Debunking 911 Myths. comes out this month, according to this. And it, it's interesting because Popular Mechanics is a, an establishment magazine. You might say it's owned by Hearst Corporation. And they're a big supporter of wars. You see all kinds of articles pertaining to war and weapons and so forth. And it took me a long time. I like Popular Mechanics, and I like Popular Science, and they're kind of similar magazines. And it took me a long time to figure out why they called Popular Mechanics and Popular Science. I think it was because of a truth in advertising situation, because popular means not necessarily true. It means popular. It's accepted by a wide variety of people. So instead of calling it true mechanics or true science, they call it popular mechanics. So it's what's popular to the masses. And again, we don't appeal to the masses here, but it is kind of interesting. Ten years after the event, when everybody's forgotten all about it, they've come out and said that the people who raised the subject we're raising right here are crazy. So 
why do they have to do that 10 years after the fact? So anyway, this is an issue that can be a kind of a life-changing issue because it's something you can see with your own eyes, and people will see this with their own eyes. And we hope that our listeners will take the trouble to watch these little old videos that have been available for a long, long time about this destruction of Building 7 and then go on and listen to the rest of our story. And so now we'll ask Leslie to go ahead as though you had listened and watched those videos, and she will finish this letter to my son, who, uh, by the way, wasn't really my son at the time, but um, it's to, a letter to anybody's son. It could be a letter to anybody's grandson. After you watch it for an hour, as I did, I have no doubt you will also conclude that at least one of the buildings was brought down by expert demolition and not the result of being hit by an airplane and fire. While demolition cannot be absolutely proved from this film, or probably by any observation, the official story can be absolutely disproved without a shadow of doubt, and this creates a vacuum of truth. It is simply and physically impossible that airplanes caused one, if not all, three of these buildings to fall down, as you can determine by applying high school Newtonian physics. You took the class, and I know you got an A. I am told Sherlock Holmes once said, if a certain given explanation of a crime is a physical impossibility, then there must be some other explanation that is possible. Documented film observations support a conclusion that the official explanation that two airplanes, fires, and the so-called pancake theory of destruction is impossible. As you will see from the movie, the 47th floor World Trade Center Tower 7 fell down like a bowling ball dropped from a tower at near freefall speed and was never struck by a plane. Sir Isaac Newton figured out a long time ago how fast any object will fall absent the effect of friction to slow it down, and the effect of the friction can be reasonably calculated. Newton proved a fact no one would believe in his time. A feather will fall as fast as rock in the absence of air resistance to slow down the feather. The falling WTC Building 7 had a lot more friction to overcome than Newton's feather from millions of tons of steel holding it up and defying gravity every foot of the way down. The impediments to freefall can be calculated. The fall time of the World Trade Center Tower 7, which was not hit by an airplane, was very close to freefall speed, as shown in these four sequenced photos. The destruction of the World Trade Center will be long remembered and analyzed. By cranking the observed fall time and distance into Newton's little formula, you can conclude that there was almost no resistance to slow the top floor on its way to the basement. One possible explanation that fits is that the lower floors were already falling thus out of the way and offered no resistance to the fall of the upper floors. You will see all this for yourself when you watch the film on how demolition works. 
I knew long before day 9-11 of many other suspicious events that have the hallmark of the outfit work. Some of these materially changed my life, and I can say I'm glad it did. The rest of this paper is about you. I asked you to read it after you watched the video. If you come to the same conclusion I have stated, that the official story has led us into two wars, each lasting more than six years, is a lie, and the buildings came down from some cause. Now that you have watched, I am going to assume you now realize that the official explanation has to be materially untrue, whatever else you believe about this event. There has to be an outfit to carry out this incredible plot and maintain discipline among the participants. Never mind who they are, you do not need to know that, and I do not know. The outfit knows how to be invisible. It is a very profitable place to work. The problem is, the outfit is criminal. Destroying the WTC and getting away with it was an amazing achievement in crime, perhaps second only to the creation of the Federal Reserve System in 1913, the biggest crime in American history. I tell you this to make the point that the outfit is an old and experienced phantom and a large one that recruits new blood from generation to generation. The outfit will find you, if good enough, for it, and if you act like you want to be a part of it, especially if you tailor yourself to its profile. You should know that a very few, like your father, have set out to find the outfit and oppose it. There is only one reason anyone would make themselves a foe of so powerful a force, and it is not to get ahead personally. One would resist it only because you think it is the right thing to do. The outfit is engaged in criminal acts at the highest order. Doing what you think is right will eventually exclude you from being recruited. Consider your choices. One, pretend this never happened. The impossible is possible. Put it aside and go on with your life and never look back. Most people do this. Two, try to join the outfit so you can be part of the team that might control the world. Three, plan your life around opposing the outfit because you, not I, have decided it is the right thing to do. If you chose path number one, the outfit may never know you exist except as a number. If you chose number two or three, you must meet its very lofty standards. You must be a specially talented person, as I think you are. You must also craft your life to become a leader of mass America, a leader at any cost. This means you probably should go into politics after you get some degrees that will work in your favor. You should run for every office and volunteer for every job that comes before you. You will want to hold every volunteer job that will get you better known and more in the public eye. You might try for Boys State. Ask your principal if he will appoint you. If you get there, run for governor. You should run for class president or treasurer 
always try for the best-known office if you can. You might consider Yale or Harvard, as Barack Obama did. The outfit starts its search there, where the brightest and the most wealthy and famous send their children. If your father was inside it, it would be a lot easier for you, but I am not. If you attend a local state college, you have to be that much better to be noticed by the outfit's recruiters and work even harder at leadership. You need to volunteer to help the most successful politician you can find. You should seek political office at some local level as soon as you can. Don't wait to graduate. Wherever you are, invest time getting known as a leader. No goal can be too high for the outfit. It is looking for the super achiever in every field whose ambition knows no end. Only if you make yourself outstanding in accomplishment as its kind of leader, then you will be noticed by the outfit. Then they may approach you. They will like you all that much better if you develop a skill of craftiness and deception and use it in your meteoric rise to success. They will not worry if you are a liar to others. They have ways to keep you in line once they allow you to join. Only a very few who are discovered by the outfit will turn it down because they simply think it's wrong. Most who get that far will rationalize that they can do more for the needy world on the inside of the power structure than if they stay outside. What possible reason can there be for not joining the outfit if you are given a chance? It does criminal acts and gets away with it. If you care about absolute, the idea of right and wrong, you do not belong in the outfit, but you can learn success steps from it. Why do I emphasize leadership and copying the outfit's proven methods? Because our side needs leaders too. It is my prayer that you will be one of these few. I have stored what knowledge I have accumulated on We Hold These Truths website. Feel free to use it. I'll be watching because I love you. Charles E. Carlson, Sr., WHTT.org. Thank you, Leslie, and thank you, Chuck. That was very thought-provoking and very timely, as we just pointed out. I just ran across something interesting that kind of dovetails with the concept of an outfit. We don't know who they are, but 100 years ago, December 15, 1911, Congressman Charles Lindbergh, Sr., who was Charles Lindbergh, Jr., the aviator that flew the Spirit of St. Louis, was a congressman from Minnesota, and he was testifying before the Committee on Rules and the Aldridge Plan, which was the money trust plan to implement the Federal Reserve, was being discussed. Now, it ultimately went with another plan because at the time, the election in 1912, Woodrow Wilson came in, and there was a duplicate plan with very minor differences on the Democrat side, so it had both sides covered. But anyway, here's what he had to say back in 1911. Our financial system is a false one and a huge burden on the people. I have alleged that there is a money trust. The Aldrich plan is a scheme plainly in the interest of the trust. Why does the money trust press so hard for the Aldrich plan now before the people know what the money trust has been doing? His speech continued. The Aldrich plan is the Wall Street plan. It is a broad challenge to the government by
by the champion of the money trust. It means another panic, if necessary, to intimidate the people. Aldridge, paid by the government to represent the people, proposes a plan for the trusts instead. It was by a very clever move that the National Monetary Commission was created. In 1907, nature responded most beautifully and gave this country the most bountiful crop it ever had. Other industries were busy too, and from a natural standpoint, all the conditions were right for a most prosperous year. Instead, a panic entailed enormous losses upon us. Wall Street knew the American people were demanding a remedy against the recurrence of such a ridiculously unnatural condition. Most senators and representatives fell into the Wall Street trap and passed the Aldridge Vreeland Emergency Currency Bill. But the real purpose was to get a monetary commission which would frame a proposition for amendments to our currency and banking laws which would suit the money trust. The interests are now busy everywhere educating the people in favor of the Aldridge plan. It is reported that a large sum of money has been raised for this purpose. Wall Street speculation brought on the panic of 1907. The depositors' funds were loaned to gamblers and money, anybody the money trust wanted to favor. Then, when the depositors wanted their money, the banks did not have it. That made the panic. Sounds like deja vu here. We've had, we're going through the same thing 100 years later. Chuck, your thoughts and comments, please. Of course, he calls the outfit the money trust, and others have called it other things throughout history. There's all kinds of debates and arguments. People, A lot of people try to go the wrong direction, tracing it back to some ancient organizations such as the Freemasonry or the, the Bilderberger Conference currently or some of these other popular names that we hear all the time. But the important thing is not its name or what we call it, but an understanding of how it operates. And, of course, it does operate within a money trust, so that was a very good name. And... We picked out the word, the outfit, simply because it was new and we hadn't seen anybody else use it. I think it was a movie, though, called The Outfit, wasn't there? At one time about a different subject, I'm not sure. I think there might have been. (laughs) I don't know what the context of it was. uh, Very good point from Mr. Lindbergh. As I said in this little paper, in a letter to my son, that this World Trade Center was second, certainly, to the perfidious act of creating the Federal Reserve System, and that, of course, is what Charles Lindbergh was talking about in 1907. Well, and it also shows that there were people aware. While most Americans were asleep, most representatives and senators, as it pointed out here, were asleep that they were able to bring a program like this in. And today we should be screaming for the elimination of the Federal Reserve being taken over by the government. There's been no accountability we might just mention that Charles Lindbergh very talked about the panic of 1907. This was accomplished by, by banks by withdrawing currency from the market and creating a currency shortage, and uh, you had a deflationary panic where people couldn't pay their debts. Uh, we have panics being created right now, which are inflationary panics, and they're created by the Federal Reserve Bank, who basically make bad loans to people, just as Lindbergh described, and then when these loans are unpayable, then you have the crisis such as we had in 2008, and which is now threatening again. Of course, out of all these crises, uh, we have further plans, and in the last edition of uh, which we discussed the outfit, 
we talked about the standard poor downgrade, the, the dollar tsunami, and the scheme for a world currency, and we were basically talking about a merger of free countries of the world into a common currency market. Uh, there is news today. If you go to Bloomberg or if you go to Financial Times, both have stories about Germany's Merkel and uh, Sarkozy of France, who are struggling to save the euro. They're trying to keep the euro from collapsing, and their uh, and their plan, if you look at uh, what their plan is, is basically merging all the euro countries together more closely, so that they have the central government has much more control over. France, Germany, Netherlands, and all the countries that are in the Euro 17. And of course, this is exactly the same direction our own government is moving in. So you heard part two of the outfit. Part one was standard poor downgrade, the dollar tsunami, and the scheme for world currency. Okay, and if anybody has interest in this, if they have interest in history and some of this background, I would highly recommend the book. The Secrets of the Federal Reserve, you can buy it uh, online or you can actually download it. It's written by Eustace Mullins back in 1952. It's about the formation of the Federal Reserve, and this is actually the quote I got is taken from The Secrets of the Federal Reserve. But it really helps you understand this money trust or the outfit, what they did and how they maneuvered the Federal Reserve bank into place and how they manipulated the markets to cause the stock market crash of 1929 in the Great Depression. Uh, not too many okay, people talk way, about it, but add, it is very well documented. To that, Tom. If you have teenage kids who are going to graduate from college or from high school in that age group, we hope that you'll take this paper, um, the uh, outfit, and a letter to my son and sit down and read it with them and watch the film together and then discuss the implications of it with your family. That's a great idea to challenge your loved ones because, as you point out, Chuck, most people will ignore what's going on and live their lives. Other people will do something about it for good or for bad. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell a friend about our podcast. And please visit our website, whtt.org. You will find a wealth of information and resources like the latest Pharisee Watch and unheralded news articles. Also, you can order our new video, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Even though this video is copyrighted, we don't mind if you copy it as long as you copy all of it. Then you can educate your friends and acquaintances about the dangers of Christian Zionism. Start small, think big, and press on toward the straight gate.